Converge Autism Radio, featuring viewpoints and insights about autism for parents and professionals who support children with autism every day. We select our speakers and guests based on their expertise and experience in the field of autism, and we want this program to bring you fresh ideas, practical tips, and renewed hope. This show is brought to you by Springbrook Autism Behavioral Health and produced by Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Converge Autism Radio. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Sean Sullivan. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be on. Thank you. Now, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about who you are? Absolutely. So I was actually born with severe autism. I was on the low function side of autism. However, with a whole lot of hard work, sacrifice and dedication, to improving my my intellect and and me as a whole, I went from being low functioning to becoming the person I am today. With that being said, I want to talk a little bit about that journey and the obstacles that I faced and overcome. Well, please Um, talk. (laughs) Please tell us, because we definitely want to hear your story. I'm sure it's inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So when I was younger, I was constantly teased and made fun of and and bullied by others. Um, and I reacted negatively towards that. As anyone would. <laughs> yeah. However, um, because of my negative reaction, I got sent away. Mm. Um, to different facilities. And that's when my life got even worse. Yeah. I can only imagine. Um, the people at the facilities treated me even worse. How old were you, Sean, when you went to your first facility, and where did you go? I was about 14. Okay. And as far as where I went, I I first went to Pennsylvania. After that... I went to another facility 
เป็นเจ้าเหรอ and in all of them gosh you were all over the place <laughs> yeah yeah and lastly in Michigan Now were these like state-funded hospitals, or what kind of facilities were they? The the first one was a state-funded hospital. Mm-hmm. Um. The second one was for um. It was. Similar to a state funded hospital, but it didn't have as much um, high tech stuff. Mm. Um, the third one in Oregon is a very interesting story. Um, I say that because. While I was there, I would be forced to sleep outside with no covers or pillow. Um, people would pour cold water on me while I was asleep. I I would not be provided three meals a day. Um. At the end of my stay there, the school got shut down. Thank goodness. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's great news. Um, and the fourth and final one um, has. Just as much of an interesting story. Um, I it was in Michigan, um, and I left the school, and I went from Michigan to California um, by myself, um, and I started out with not even one cent. Mm. Um, I. You're probably gonna laugh at this, but um, my mom was at the time. My mom was in New Jersey, and my dad was in California. But I chose California because I thought it was closer. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, now I realize that I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> um, uh, New Jersey is much closer to to Michigan than California is, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, how I got the money is to to pay for a bus ticket. Is I went from I I went after people and I said. That I represent the Red Cross, and we are requesting do- donations, and so I used the, do- the donation money to pay for food 
and also to pay for my bus ticket. Mm. Um, I, I just didn't like being away from home. Um, how does this thing go? The, the, the home is where the, um, home is where the heart is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I finally got home, I felt very relieved. Um, um, and I felt a lot of positive emotions. Yeah. Now, did your parents have any understanding of how you were being treated at these facilities, or could you communicate to them at that point how you were being treated? Sadly, no. Okay. Yeah, that's a shame. Hmm. It is very unfortunate. It is. It is. I mean, what, what, what was going through your mind those nights that you had to sleep outside? Do you remember at all what your thoughts were? Um, I've tried to forget. The, I would. Forget yes, about, I totally understand. Um, <laughs> however, um, um, the things that have been going the things that were going through my mind were don't give up, don't give mm-hmm. up, and don't give up. Um, um, that's what awesome. That is so brave. <laughs> that's so touching. Wow. Where do you think that came from? Where did that strength come from? It came from inside of me. Yeah. Obviously, it's taken you a long way. It has, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so continue on the story. You get to California and then let our audience know how you have built your life. Absolutely. Um, So, after I got to my dad's place, um, he wasn't there, um, and the the door was locked. So I went through the window, mm. and he then came back and saw me watching TV on the couch eating spaghetti. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, and after that, he then enrolled me in, um, a high school. Um, and the high school was pretty cool. I, I got an award because I, I, I worked pretty hard. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Um, how old were you when you arrived in California? Do you remember? 
I was about 18. 18. And then your dad enrolled you in a school and that turned out to be a positive experience for you and you won an award. And then what'd you do? What'd you do after that? After that, I, I graduated. Um, I, I got my high school diploma. Um, and then I became part of what's called the Regional Center of Orange County. Um, and what the Regional Center is, it's a government-funded agency. And it, it it helps people with disabilities. Awesome. Find programs, find um, different services, uh, among many other things. Got you. Now, is this Wheaton, Illinois? Is that right? Um, this is in California. In California. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So this was probably a program for people with different abilities and um, you were able to find housing. Is that right? I was, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so tell us your journey from there. So from there, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what a a group homeless. Um, do you know what a what a a group home is? I'm very familiar. I've worked in group homes before with patients, so I know exactly what okay. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the audience, I'm not sure if if the audience knows what a group home is. So would it be okay? if I explain a little bit about what a group home is to them. Absolutely. We definitely want our audience to be educated. Um, so basically what a group home is, is it's a home that has different people with different abilities. Um, and each person at the home for, it really depends on the, the group home, but most group homes assign different um, members to different tasks. And they also um, go out into the community sometimes um, presently I live in what's called a family home agency mm-hmm. and basically what a family home agency is it's a home that has exactly what what it's called, it has a, a, a family 
Um, and it has a client, um, and the family and client do things together. Um, think of it as a combination of a group home and a foster home. Got you. Okay. And how is that going for you? Is that a, a good situation for you? Yes, it is. Wonderful. And and your family's good to you and you're you're doing yes. well now. Really well. Awesome. Wonderful. Now, when have you always been verbal, Sean? Or was there a time as a child that you were nonverbal? I was always verbal. You're always verbal. Okay. Because, you know, some people with autism are nonverbal, but you've always had the ability to speak. And so now that you are happily living in this home, what what have you been doing? Tell us you've got some very special YouTube videos. You've got some plans for your future. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing. So I... I'm on, I've been on multiple podcasts and videos. Um, one podcast I've been on is a couple podcasts from Voice America. Mm. Um, and basically what Voice America is, it's a, thank you them as one level d- below um, TED Talks. Gotcha. Um, are, are you f- familiar with, with with what TED Talks is? Yes, yes. I think most of our audience okay. probably knows what TED Talks are. <laughs> and if they don't, yeah. why don't you tell them? Tell our audience what TED Talks are. So TED Talks is basically it's basically a pretty high up and high end um, speaking platform for people who are knowledgeable about different fields to give presentations. Yeah. And what is your presentation about? I haven't been on TED Talks yet. Um, um, I, I want to in the future. Um, but I have been on Voice America. Yeah. And um, what my presentations were about on those programs were basically very similar to what I'm talking about now. Right. So you talked about your journey and yeah. uh, how you've been able to overcome autism and become a productive uh, and happy member of society. That's correct. Yeah. So who motivated you to continue to push forward and try? The, the people who made fun of me and bullied me. Ah. Okay. I, 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 I wanted to prove them wrong. Wow. So they really actually gifted you something then. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think you have definitely succeeded, Sean, in proving them wrong. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, tell us what you have on the horizon. What What are you hoping to do with your future? I hope to start a disability-based um, companion and 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 travel company. So people with disabilities can can travel the world um, and can um, go different places locally as well. Wonderful. And are you in the first steps of making that happen, or is this just an idea, or where are you at, at in the process? Right now, it's just an idea. Um, I'm trying to find funding for it. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a wonderful idea. Just because you have a disability doesn't mean that you don't want to travel and do the things that people that don't have disabilities do, right? I think it's a wonderful idea. And hopefully, with all the things you're doing, you'll be able to find the funding that you need um, to, to make that happen. So, where do you where do you see yourself in five years, Sean? When you think about that, where do you think you're going to be in five years? In five years, I hope um, to um, have a paid internship somewhere. Got you. Okay. And is there any certain field you really want to get into? I want to run the trade of um, the business that I told you about earlier. Okay. I got you. So hopefully you can find a paid internship somewhere where you can learn how to build this companion company you're looking to build. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Is the family that you live with, are they able to help you with some of these things? A little bit. A little bit. Sounds like you like doing things on your own, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And um, and then so what about your family? You're still in California. Is that right? That's correct. Correct. And I guess you still have contact with your with your dad. My family also lives in California. Okay, wonderful. So you still see them and have their support as well. I do. Yeah, we. Um, I interviewed a young man on Converge Autism Radio yesterday um, that is 33 years old and has, has high-functioning autism. He's written a book. He's an incredible artist, but he's actually living in a nursing home and has had no support from his family. He had support from his father, um, but in 2011, his father passed. And so, um, wow. yeah, so now he doesn't, his mother doesn't have anything to do with him. And he has siblings that don't really support him either. So, um, you know, this is what we try to do on Converge Autism Radio is help people understand, you know, the different situations that people can fall into. So you're very lucky that you have your family support. Because not everyone does. And I'm sure that you, after going through everything that you've been through, 
can understand how someone with no support could really fall into a bad situation, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Would you have any closing words for our audience? This has been such an inspirational interview. I'm just blown away by your perseverance and your strong spirit. And, um, thank you so much for sharing, but do you, do you have any final words for our audience? Absolutely. Um, never give up, never give in, and never surrender to difficult situations. Instead, make the difficult situations give up, give in, and surrender to you. Wow, I love that, Sean. That's beautiful. It really is. That's beautiful. Um, you're going to get me emotional today. Why don't you tell our audience where they can find you if they wanted to watch your videos or get in touch with you? Definitely. So they can go to my website. Um, and my my website is iknowautism.org. Okay. So I-K-N-O-W autism, A-U-T-I-S-M dot org. I know autism.org. That's correct. Okay. Wonderful. Well, hopefully um, our listeners that are listening will go and find your site. And if anyone is listening that wants to help Sean um, reach his goals, please reach out to him on his site, or you can also reach out to Converge Autism Radio, um, or you can reach out to me at Mental Health News Radio. Um, any of those things would be great. And Sean, I just want to thank you again for coming on the show today and sharing your amazing story. The pleasure's all mine. Thank you. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in to another episode of Converge Autism Radio. Hey, everyone. We've got a couple of great short announcements for you, and then we'll get right back to the show. Converge Autism Radio is presented by Springbrook Autism Behavioral Health, which is a nationally renowned residential program for the treatment of behavioral issues experienced by children and adolescents ages 5 to 21 with autism. With dedicated expert staff, the program addresses the entire spectrum and all developmental levels using advanced, evidence-based behavioral therapies resulting in improvements in functional skills, academics, and self-regulation of anxiety to increase success at home and in school. Visit springbrookautismbehavioral.com for more information. Listeners, you're invited to attend the National Converge Autism Summit, March 7th and 8th of 2019, with featured keynote speaker Dr. Temple Grandin, a pioneer in the field of autism. The two-day autism conference presented by Springbrook Autism Behavioral Health is attended by professionals, teachers, parents, and caregivers who get a chance to meet and discuss educational, research, therapeutic, social, and psychological topics related to autism. Many guests featured on this show will also be a part of the National Converge Autism Summit and will share insights, ideas, and breakthroughs in the field of autism. For more information about the summit, please visit www.convergeautism.com or Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SpringbrookBHS. Early bird tickets are on sale now. 
you for joining us for another episode of Converge Autism Radio. Join us each week for engaging discussions with healthcare professionals and parents who are pioneering hopeful developments in the field of autism every day. Please note that the ideas and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily the viewpoint of Springbrook Autism Behavioral Health. Many guests featured on Converge Autism Radio may also be a part of the National Converge Autism Summit held annually in early spring. For more information on the summit, please visit convergeautism.com. For more information on Springbrook, visit springbrookautismbehavioralhealth.com. And of course, visit us on iTunes, Stitcher, and many other podcast platforms, or check us out on convergeautismradio.com.